Hello, everybody. Welcome to Movie's Movie. Hello, Henry. Hello, Dad. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. We didn't plan our vacations very well. Ronald went on his vacation last week. Steve is on vacation this week, and I'm on vacation next week. So knowing that they weren't going to be here, um, you had said to me, it's been a long time since we recorded uh, a movie podcast. And I thought to myself, why not get you to talk about the movies that you've seen this summer? Because it was a big summer season. I think you saw a lot of movies that you liked. Even and you the- too. You too. Yeah, I did. So first, Henry, I was going to go down a list of just the movies you've seen this summer. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. So we're going to start in May with a film called Godzilla. that came out on May 16th. Now I'll have you know that the budget for that film, which means how much it costs to make the movie, they spent $160 million to make Godzilla. And it made $200 million. It was the ninth highest grossing movie of the year so far. And they're going to make another Godzilla movie in four years. That will have the same people? I think it's going to have some of the same people involved. But what I'm asking you is, what did you think of Godzilla? I liked it. That's it? Like you just liked it or? I liked how how they made it. I pretty much just liked the whole movie the way it was. The whole movie was my favorite, but my favorite part of it all was like when Marfra got on their bridge. Oh, like when they're on their island. Oh, when the moth creature? Uh-huh. When they found Mothra on like um, uh, hibernating on like that. I don't think they called him Mothra in the movie. They called him like Modis or Mudos or something. You like Mothra Mo- better? Uh-huh. Okay, we'll just call him Mothra. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought the stuff with Mothra was cool, too. The The male that could fly was smaller than Godzilla, but then the female that could walk around on the ground, she was, like, bigger than Godzilla. Well, just because it had a kind of, like, a weirder kind of head or something. Yeah, they all had kind of weird heads. What did you think of Godzilla? Did you did you like the way that Godzilla uh, was sort of kind of a hero almost in this movie? He, because, at, you know what I thought? I thought you liked trying to, like, damage the house more but i don't think he meant to save anybody but godzilla saved that man like the main character probably do you think godzilla saved that guy because he knew he was the main character of the movie he's really just trying to feed on radiation kind of trying to get on that island with radiation that was just a shortcut to instead of swimming under he was just taking a shortcut you're talking about when he came up and he knocked all those boats over uh-huh. he wasn't he, you're saying he wasn't trying to do anything to the people at he's all just a big giant monster he had no choice yeah so he was just hungry for radiation and do you think he cared about the people at all or do you think that it was just he, sort of he doesn't mind people but he, he doesn't, doesn't really mind them he he never was like i hate the people when he came like over the bridge he was just trying to get like the mon- like the like the radiation that he feeds on pretty much he never he wasn't really trying to be versus the people but that part i think when like the main character remember like when he saved him he realized he wasn't such a bad guy at all after all he was really trying to feed on radiation the whole time yeah that's all he was trying to do so do you want to see the next godzilla movie when they come mm-hmm. out with one in four years you'll be 10 years old when that comes out yeah they say that he's going to fight godzilla's going to fight a whole lot of new creatures in the a whole lot of crazy monsters in the second Not one. just two, like a bunch. I think it's going to be a bunch. Are you ready? But you know what I think? I don't think it's going to be like all at the same time. I think maybe like one by one, but it's just going to be, you know. You think the other monsters are going to wait? They're going to be like good monsters with good behavior. They're going to wait in line and take their turn fighting no. Godzilla? Well, I think maybe in the ending part when he has his fight, he'll fight all of the monsters. You don't think they teach him manners in uh, like monster <laughs> kindergarten? Do you 
monsters care about kindergarten? I don't know if monsters care, but I think that monster parents they probably want to send those them. radiation monsters, Dad. Do you think they care about school? They would just gobble the people up by one by one. All right. Monsters. So the next movie that you saw is one that came out on May 23rd, and that is X-Men Days of Future Past. Now, that one cost $200 million to make. And then it is made in the theaters. It's made two hundred and thirty-three million dollars, and it is the sixth highest-grossing film of the year. And it has a sequel scheduled for two thousand and sixteen. So that's in two years. And we really met like some new X-Men and like that in the beginning part, like the other people. Well, I felt bad for Magneto, but he wasn't like one of my favorites because all like. Why did you feel bad for Magneto? Just because he was kind of helping and. And, and he really died. It's just... It oh, you're talking about what could be seen as a spoiler to some people. But remember that future, they changed that future, so we don't know. If anybody's listening and thinks that Henry just spoiled the fact that Magneto dies, at the end of the movie, there's they changed some things. So we don't even know for sure what happened to Magneto in that, in that storyline. I think he did survive. But you were saying you feel kind of bad for him because he was helping. You mean the, in the future, the yeah. older Magneto is helping because younger Magneto is just almost like a bad guy. He... He, that's why he was locked up in jail. But when he was old, he realized that the rule, that like breaking the rules and stuff, weren't gonna help him at all. Yeah. Even if he was playing on a plot, when he realized when they when there was damage, like his last battle when he was young, he realized that he was just gonna cause more trouble. Mm-hmm. That was his lesson not to do any trouble else. So what do you think of Mystique? Do you think it's kind of weird that she's naked? Well, she uses clothes when she sometimes does her disguise, I think. But but doesn't she doesn't it seem like her 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 normal form is just standing around naked and blue? Yes. Isn't that kind of strange? It really is. <laughs> what do you think of that? It's gross. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny too because you don't even see. Oh. You don't see the parts. It's no. like she's Yeah. So what is your favorite movie you've seen that has the X-Men in it? I'm going to go for X-Men Days of Future Past for now, but I'm just saying that because I had never seen the third movie. The third one? You don't need to see the third one. All right, the next movie that you saw in May, this one was released on May 30th, and you went to see it with your mommy, Maleficent. Oh, right, I forgot. Now, this movie had a budget of $180 million, but it made $238 million, making it the number five highest grossing film of the year. What did you think of Maleficent? I liked it. Yeah. Did it you... wasn't one of my favorites, though. Do you, do you have any favorite parts that you remember? Like the scenes? The ending part. The ending part? Uh-huh. I can tell you're not very interested in talking about this one. Why, aren't, why don't you want to talk about Maleficent? I do want to talk about it. Was it scary or something? It was pretty scary and kind of happy at some parts. That kind of happy, sad parts. Yeah. So it had like sad parts, happy parts, and scary parts. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a pretty good movie. But usually you always wonder about the story about Maleficent. She turned bad for no reason. It wasn't her fault to turn bad. The fault was the one that, that she loved. So, so she loved somebody and that person and betrayed her? he cut off her wings. And I thought he loved, loved her and after she loved him so many times and he just betrayed her after all they've been through. If you love somebody, you generally wouldn't chop parts of their body off, would you? No. What if I said, Henry, I love you so much, I'm going to cut off all your toes? Daddy? What? I love you so much, I would cut off your fingers. 
Uh, well, but let me cut off your toes first before you cut off my fingers, okay? I'm gonna, I'm, no, I'm going to totally cut off your fingers first. No, 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 no. Just let me get your toes first, and I, I'll put them in a nice but, soup. I'll get the soup started, and then you can cut off my fingers. And after that, maybe we'll just I have... I can't even move without my toes. Well, I can't make soup without my fingers. This is never going to work. So, in June, you only saw one movie that I know of, but it was a good one, and one that I liked a lot. It was How to Train Your Dragon 2. That one cost $145 million to make, but made $174 million in the theater, and it's the number 11 highest-grossing film of the year. It, too, has a sequel scheduled for 2016. One thing I want to tell you is that I can't decide if I think Hiccup or Toothless is the main character. Do you think they're both kind of the main character? Yeah, but I can tell um, Hiccup is kind of the main character. Well, mostly in the first movie, but the third movie, I mean the second movie, I don't really know. You don't know? But you can tell Hiccup is the main character in the first movie. This movie had some sad parts in it, didn't it? What did you think of the sad parts? I really, it really kind of made me sad when Hiccup was like, back, back Toothless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a part where Hiccup and Toothless, like Hiccup gets mad at Toothless for something that happens. And and you you do feel bad for Toothless. Uh It's like when you're mad at an animal, isn't it? Like if you get mad at one of your cats and they kind of give you like a look. It wasn't his fault, really. You know, Hey, buddy, we don't want to say too much. This is one we don't want to spoil. It wasn't his fault. Was, That's all we should say. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Not his. He shouldn't have punished him. He should have had a kind of re- revenge by destroying the bad guy instead of poor Toothless. He mm. had nothing to do with it. I know. I'm glad you've forgiven Toothless. I think in time we can all we can all forgive him. You're a very forgiving person, aren't you? Yes. Is that how you put up with me? Yes. All right. Uh, the next movie that you saw was in July, on July 4th. And this is another one I didn't go see with you. This one cost only $13 million. This is the cheapest movie that you saw this summer. Cost $13 million and has made almost $40 million. It's the 47th highest grossing film of the year. So it's way down the list, but we're talking about Earth to Echo. How did you feel about Earth to Echo? They, it was a really good movie. I really like the parts. So don't tell me too much about the story, but can you tell me a little bit about what you liked about it? What was good about it? I like when they met him and they kind of got along with him and like right in the beginning they realized it was a good per like a good like eight like like a thing <laughs> it's just a good thing so echo is a little robot or an alien well he calls them echo but that he, i don't really know if he had a name is he a robot is he an alien he looks a lot like a robot but he's an alien he's an alien did he did he have any like special powers or anything he didn't he could fly that was pretty much all, but but Earth to Echo, he really came to that planet to find pieces. That's why they pretty much found him. He tried to find a spaceship because I think, like, there was family and, like, something happened to him in space to make him crash down. Crash down, and he realized that he was searching for pieces, and he realized that was the exact same place where he could find pieces or something like that because electronics i've seen a lot of movies that sound like that have you seen et yes we own it of course well et that kind of sounds like et to me was was earth to echo like et it kind of was well except the spaceship thing and which movie did you like better earth to echo or et et yeah what what is it that make you that makes you like it better than earth to echo just because of those scenes, and I like that they never gave up on him, and they, and Elliot wasn't trying to be mean when he was just 
just wanted to see see him again to see how he was. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, um, his spaceship left him. Yeah, well, that's right. E.T. got left. He didn't get shot down. So it's yeah. not exactly the same. But it's still a little alien creature that makes yeah. friends with kids that is trying yeah. to escape and go, go back with yes. its own kind. Yeah. Um, and there's probably been a few others that have been made like that. I guess the reason I brought up E.T. is because E.T. is is maybe one of the those movies I think that a lot of people have kind of copied the the style and the template of that movie. To Earth to Echo. Well, Earth to Echo is one of many that has kind of copied uh, E.T. a little bit, I think. I anyway. Think, I think the same people made that movie because they still have... Well, I just think that it was kind of like the same people that kind of had like that alien interest to make it like E.T. I think it's maybe some people that grew up watching E.T. and they decided to make Earth to Echo. Just like if you ever make a movie, whatever movies you're watching now that you're growing up watching, you might you might kind of copy them or... And it's going to be about Guardians of the Galaxy. We're not quite to Guardians of the Galaxy yet. The next movie that you saw on July 11th. Now, this movie, uh, we went to go see this film on my birthday, and I remember being concerned that you were maybe too young for it. And that movie is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And I was worried that you would be freaked out or scared because I knew it was going to be kind of violent and it could be kind of a rough film. But you enjoyed it, actually, and you, you, I think you handled it pretty well. But um, I do think it's interesting to note, at this point, looking at the list, out of all the movies you saw this summer, and I don't know if this is a problem, uh, only a few of them were the ones that were made for kids. Like, there's Maleficent, there's How to Train Your Dragon 2, and Earth to Echo. The rest of the movies you've seen, Godzilla, X-Men Days of Future Past, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes... And the movie we're going to talk about in just a minute. Those were all made for a little bit. Yeah, those movies are made for for older kids. But uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. What did you think of it? I I really like how they made like it. Kind of seemed like I know the people were smarter than the apes, but they were trying to make it look like um that the apes were as smart as the humans and. I like Caesar was kind of on the human side. Yeah, well, okay, so what, what makes you say that the humans are smarter than the apes? Because in these movies, I would say, I would say that the apes are about as smart as the people, if not a little yeah. smarter. In real life, it's arguable. I mean, we don't know. But they are like the smartest creature, probably. What, apes in real life? Yes, because they are, like, pretty smart. There may be other creatures that are smarter, and we may be among the smartest, but the truth is that the intellect of the apes and the intellect of people, you know, they're, they're, the reason these movies work with us is because when we look at apes, it's it's easy to kind of see human behavior. It's easy to kind of see how, how similar to humans they, they do behave, even though they're very different. So when you went into the movie, what did you think it was going to be about? Did you think that the apes and the people were going to be friends, or did you think it was going to be more like a war? For- I think I know why he believed in the people and kind of trusted them that whatever they want and never kind of gave up even when he kind of hurted them or something because he grew up with a nice person a long time ago. Oh, you're saying Caesar, the reason that he was able to be nice to people was that he knew that people could be nice. Because he'd grown up with them. There were some apes that like people and want to work with them and then there's some apes that just don't like people, right? Who were some of the apes that didn't like people and why, why wouldn't they like people? His son kind of did it, and Cobra. 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 I think they just didn't like people because all they did to Cobra in, like, all the past few days, they studied on him the most. So Cobra had had a lot of experiments done on him by scientists, and when he became super smart and was free, he, he has a lot of anger at people and wants to get revenge on people. But what does Caesar feel about that? Does Caesar want to get revenge on people? No, but he doesn't 
fully as trust people as he, as he did before. Right, he can't. And at the end of the movie, he might trust them even less. He can't trust the people because the apes would be like, because most of the apes don't really trust the people. So you can't really be a leader of 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 a people if you if, if, if you're if you're too friendly with people that your people don't trust. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because they they won't really kind of believe that he's like one of them. Like kind of believe in the people and not. They care for people, not for them. So they want to have a leader that, that, that protects them and maybe keeps them far away from people. So at the end of that movie, without giving too much away, do you think it looks like the war is over? Or do you think the war between people and the apes it's, is just beginning? It's, it's just beginning. Because actually, Caesar, I think he did say, but the war has just begun. Yeah. We're moving on to a movie that came out on uh, August 1st. The budget of this film was $170 million. It has already made almost, well, it's it's made $283 million, and it's the number one highest-grossing film of the year. More people have seen Guardians of the Galaxy than any other movie this year. And I know you're excited about that because, but, just to give people a little tip-off here, Henry loves Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it not right? can I say something before we start and talk about the movie? Sure. Everybody, this is going to be our last movie, so we hope we make it the best out of them all because it will be our last movie we'll be talking about yeah good point so guardians of the galaxy you love it right what is it that made this movie special for you like what is it that you liked about this movie because you i mean clearly you've seen a lot of movies and you seem to like or love them all what made this one better it made this one the best because i really like how the movie is made because there were scenes they made it like godzilla they kind of made it like the scenes itself were way better. You're, okay, so like, you're you're comparing it to Godzilla. What do you mean by the scenes are better? I think you might be right, but I'm I'm wondering what you mean. Like you know how like the battles just weren't as good because they just like made the movie really good. Mm-hmm. I just like how they do that, and that's how kind of like how they did Godzilla. Okay, so so you're saying that the main parts of the movie that you watch it for aren't necessarily the big battle parts. It's more about the characters. Yeah, mostly ab- about that. And I like how it was like very funny because really most movies don't really have that much, you know, funny parts. Cause that's mostly in t- TV shows, and they pretty much mostly have violence and sad parts but that one had okay okay all of them. so you're saying like most movies aren't as funny as tv shows and movies have more violence and sad parts but, but this movie had, had like all of them funny stuff sad stuff cool stuff cool fights good awesome characters stuff. and i really like ooh child things are gonna get easier so you like the songs. Things get brighter. What are you doing? I'm distracting you, Big Turd Blossom. You like that part. You like the funny stuff. You like the music. You like the characters. They were kind of like the ones that didn't really care about, you know, anybody or anything to do for them. They just wanted to, like, get something from themselves. So they started out not very much like heroes. And then at the end of the movie, they're, they're kind of like heroes. Uh-huh. And you really like all the characters. Yeah, like in Godzilla. You may be the only person who feels that way about the characters in Godzilla, but I think a lot of people felt that way about the characters 
in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, actually, so, we both are the ones that kind of feel about Godzilla. I enjoyed Godzilla a lot, but I don't know if the character, the main character, was as interesting to me as he was to you. But I'm, I want to I want to come to something here. So Godzilla already has a sequel scheduled, and so does X-Men Days of Future Past, and so does How to Train Your Dragon, and so does Guardians of the Galaxy, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is supposed to. I don't know if there's been something announced yet, though. So all those movies have sequels and more parts coming. Do you think this proliferation of franchises and pre-sold blockbusters is pushing true cinema out of the theaters? It does suggest that Hollywood is scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's creatively bankrupt. I agree with you, even though I like a lot of these movies. So any closing thoughts? We know that Guardians of the Galaxy did great. It made the most money. I think that would be the one that you would say was the best. Is that correct? Yes. Well, buddy, at the end of the show, we always say, as always. As always. You've made our day. You've made our day. And then Ronald usually goes, bye. Bye. I might be able just to replace everybody with you. This is the end for now. Bye. Have a nice day. Thank you.